This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. For a full hour of sports gambling talk, it's the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. You're on ESPN 1000. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. And my partner is red hot in just about everything he's picking right now. And I don't want to jinx him. I don't think I will. He's just doing it right. The NBA picks have been incredible. We did pretty well with the first weekend uh, in wildcard action last week for the NFL. And now divisional weekend is upon us, Mike. And we have plenty to talk about tonight. Oh, you're so humble. Pretty well. We went 5-1. and one. Oh, my God. A lot of people got dirty diapers last week. What did I say, Carm? I said, you know what? The cream rises to the top. When the playoffs start, you want to be a closer. And, uh, you know, we were we rolled together on Indianapolis. Phillip Rivers, the gift that keeps on giving. Could have probably taken the money line the other way. And you take uh, uh, Indy the other way with the points. You end up winning both bets if you wanted. Uh, the easiest bet I've ever made was the New Orleans Bear bet. I mm. go 4-0 on the odds couple. I'm ninth straight on NBA. I gave out my NBA pick, which if you can get to it, folks, it is Oklahoma City. It was a pick. When I uh, made it, it went down from one and a half minus uh, nine and oh since I started this. And I'm going to have a, a sponsor uh, starting February 1st, a guy that owns a, a, a lucrative business that's been winning. And he said, you know what? You're giving them out for free. Wow. I'd like to sponsor it. I go, OK, but that doesn't mean I'm going to keep on winning. He says, I've never won nine in a row. Ever. It is awesome. I mean, like in the got, NBA. I mean, you got guys on Twitter hitting Mike up every night now. Like, hey, wait, what's the pick? What's the pick? You know, when I mean, the stars, when the when, you know, like when Elvis used to go on stage, Cary Grant would be in the audience. Yeah, right. Sammy Day. Well, when a Carmen DeFalco takes a pick oh. from you, or when a Jordan Cornett says, I appreciate your pick last night. That's when you know you're starting to hit the long ball. You're hitting it to the alleys. They're not, you're not being robbed. We're getting lucky. Uh, in some, I had a guy hit a three the other night at the end of the game. And I, and I end up covering by two. So, so, I mean, it's just one of those things that's going well. And, I, by the way, I had Alabama over for a unit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, if I had lost, I would have never told, said it. I would have never have counted it. I'll be the first to admit it. But I'm taking it because I went in front of the World Gambling Organization Board. <laughs> they said, since you said right on the show, one unit over, and you're calling us on this, we have to make the right and fair play. We've rejected you before, but 4 no. But the Saints bet, what, I didn't mind uh, putting 1200 up to win two. Oof, boy. Because y- you even liked it, but the money does scare people away. It does. No doubt. It does. But I, it was the easiest bet I've ever made. Yeah. I just relaxed because I knew they'd screw it up. They were kind of outclassed. I know. It's a, it, it, from top to bottom, too. I mean, you know, you, you've been a fan longer than oh. I because, I mean, you've seen it all. Uh, and, you know, you've seen the transition from the Hallis side of things and the McCaskey side of things. And just the results continue to not be there, Mike. And, you know, the the, the press conference this week, it didn't win over any Bears fans. No. It, just, it was a bad look this week. Well, I remember the McGinnis one. Yeah. Uh, that was a joke. Uh, McGinnis came on the air with me that day. Mm-hmm. That it happened. He thought he had a job. Then he didn't. Then he walked out. And who knows what happened to him after that. And then, you know, I've seen this whole act a million times before. 
They need somebody in They need me to come in and consult them and tend to handle the press. Right. They need something like, like you know how the White House is a speaker yeah. that, that takes up the press secretary? Yes. That's what they need over there. I mean, I think I could fend off a David Hall or a Mark Potash <laughs> if I have to, although I got to give credit to all the guys. They did great. Uh, they did great. It's about time. And these are questions that should have been asked during the Cutler years. Nothing's changed there. You got the same hierarchy. I mean, Ted Phillips got the stadium done when the McCaskey uh, Daily uh, feud was going on, and right. he didn't want nothing to do with them. So he got the, the one of the worst stadiums I've ever seen. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah. It's not a nice stadium. From the outside, it doesn't make me proud. But he got that deal, and they they feel indebted to the guy, but you should not be in charge of football operations. Yeah, well said. Uh, I agree with Mike on that. If You know, you they're already, you can make book already on what's going to happen in 2021. I mean, there's some sites, I know FanDuel, I think, listed some odds, sportsline.com has listed some odds, and, and the favorite on, on Sportsline for uh, the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears, uh, you know, week one, 2021, is a current NFL quarterback via trade or free huh? agency. That's minus 200. That's it better they... work. <laughs> because if it doesn't work, here's my deal, Carm. If you're bringing somebody in new, you're going to have to teach him the ropes. And, and if my one year left on the job depended on whether I'm going to have a winning record to make the playoffs next year, I'm sorry. I'm sticking with the guy I have from the beginning. Uh, you know, and, I, and, and the people that didn't want him can argue with me all they want because every time I see you, Anytime I see any of you, and I know who you are, just remember this. And this goes for Carm or anybody else. I'm not saying which side I think Carm was on. I think Carm could speak for himself. Yeah, of course. But when I look at all of you, you have an F tattoo above your eye like Stu in Hangover. Okay? In Hangover 2. You have an F for Foles. Okay, that's all. It's like a you, mark of the beast. It's like a you symbol. You can pretend, yeah, you're like Papillon when he, right, yeah. when, when he met the, lep, the leper. Okay, you have a big giant tattoo on your face or scar that's got an F on it for false. Because nobody still wants to admit that's our only out next year. Because if we bring in another quarterback, I don't care who it is. Watson, are you kidding me? You bring him in for $39 million, he went for and whatever with, with the same type of team. So if you bring a guy in from the outside and you're nagging, you got one year left, you're going to be 4-12, and 12 and you'll be gone, and we'll have a new coach next year. Yeah, they're going to be having a press conference saying, well, the, uh, it didn't work after it all. It didn't work out. <laughs> Are we, going to have to, we have the same guys making the pick. I go with Trubisky next year. It's, it's, it's a bust. It's muster bust for him. And go with the guy that brought you to this point. Because you basically, if Trubisky doesn't put it together, I don't care who they played. We didn't know Detroit was going to be bad when we played them the first game of the season, and Trubisky had three touchdowns. We didn't know that, that they were going to be that bad at the end. The Bears helped make them be that bad. We're 8-8. Eight and eight. Now, you want to go to 4-12, and 12, or do you want to be, be, maybe be the Cleveland Browns? Mm. Because you know what? Baker Mayfield had 21 interceptions last year. They were ready. They were picking him up and taking him to the airport. People wanted him out, and now he's, now he's a hero. And now they're going to Kansas City. And they there might, you go. might be sacrificial lambs, but some people think they can hang in that. And will they want to get rid of Mayfield because he's not as good as Mahomes? Not now. No. Not now, that's for sure. You can't beat Mahomes. No, you cannot. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. We're playing these little games, these childish games. Who's going to win? I'll tell you who I'd want. 
I'd want him. Well, yeah, I mean, there, that's and you're right about that. And that's not to say that Mahomes will never lose a game. Mike's point is is accurate. I mean, at this point, there's no quarterback in the league you want more than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, no. just it doesn't exist. And the the I, I I'm in total agreement with you there. And so so to compare anybody to him right now is tough. Really I'm can't looking, do it. I'm looking forward to Mitch. Mitchell Palooza, 2021. Well, how about you? You uh, have not I, I, cleanse yourself, Carm. You're my friend. I, I love you. We've made beautiful music together. We're like Burt Bacharach and Hal David. If you <laughs> young kids don't know what it is, look them up, okay? I don't care who you want to say. We're, we're like the Everly Brothers, okay? Look them up, too, okay? I'll try. We're like Jay-Z and Beyonce. I'll brothers. be Beyonce. I don't care. But it's time for you to cleanse yourself. I, say, Mike, I made a mistake with Foles. Nagy misled me. Well, uh, Foles was worse than I thought. You're right. Not Please, that I ever thought. Not, not, be, not, not that I ever thought he'd be good. Do you know how Randy <laughs> made his bet mitzvah last week? How? Because Randy, we didn't even catch this, but when we win, as we won last week, yeah. I listened to the show like three times. Yep. Like I watch Jaws every time it's on TV. The, the best. The best, right? You just stop. Okay. Well, it's the odds couple. I got to hear us win again. He said after he fessed up that he went zero and two in our show. Mm-hmm. He also said. And he didn't have to do this. I lost nine bowl games in a row. I didn't catch that the first show. I, he did. He, he came clean. He came clean. His bet mitzvah. Not, not, only, not only did I lose nine in a row. I mean, they weren't even close. <laughs> That's a way to fess We've up. We've all been well, there. Well, I'll, I'll fess up to this. I did, I, I did think Foles would perform better in this offense than he did. That's I mean, not good enough. He was awful. You got to say it. I, I, be I, like me when I, did, when I thought McCown was going to be Johnny Unitas. I said I was wrong and I was cleansed. <laughs> I was cleansed. This the, the, is going to follow you. The, You're the guy that puts the cologne on, but you didn't change your underwear. The you is, still stink. But I, the problem is I, I, just, I just can't buy Mitch. Well, Kelly. who are you going to do then? Uh, I ask people. You know what I ask? Well, who's next? I know. And, and I go, who it, are you going to bring it, in? It, and you know what? I hear Jameis Winston. Oh, my God. My, my God, they'll name an Apple turnover after, after him at Baker Square. They will. The options are so bad. That's my point. So you want to go in with somebody you don't know that we, you you want to revisit Foles again? Oh, you got to do it, Carmen. It's for your own good. I, I know that nobody wants to do it. Everybody pretends like, uh, and now I can't find one person <laughs> that wanted Foles. Oh, I go, the, all of a sudden. Goes, <laughs> wait, some guy goes, you love Trubisky. Why don't you massage his back, shampoo his hair, and walk his dog? I go, well, you like Foles. I didn't like Foles. <laughs> Nobody liked Foles. 90% of this town liked Foles. I know. It seemed like it. Everybody's I, I, I saw a traffic cop the other I day. I said, hey. He goes, how about them bears, Mike? I go, yeah. He goes, you know what? I never liked that, Foles. I bet you that same cop two months ago was telling everybody it's about time. Uh, all right. I'll tell you. I, he was so bad. I'll... I'll cle- you got to, of, of, of all the bad I'm gonna options. Make, come I'll, on, you got to st- stand up. I'll Be John Wayne. Of all the bad options, uh, I'll roll with Mitch for one more year. How's that? There you but go. They, they, they better draft Is Randy now? What's Randy doing? He's Randy's. Throwing, well, Randy don't he, have an he, answer. He's throwing, up in the, he's throwing up in the garbage can. He can't believe it. He doesn't know what to think anymore. Rand, let me tell you something. There is no better option than Mitch Trubisky. We got a guy that's got uh, 30 more touchdowns and interceptions. We got a guy that wins more than loses. I mean, where are we going to go? Jay- Mariota? Oh, Jameis Winston? I mean, are you the, people all lost the, your mind? The thought of Mariota scares the hell out of me, really. I mean, is that, right. is that any better? I mean, no. What, it's do you got to draft that kid Wilson? Let me tell you something about that kid Wilson. He Zach won't Wilson. be on BYU. Yeah, I know. 
Hey, the because, last time the Bears drafted a BYU quarterback, it worked out. It would have worked out had he not gotten hurt all the time. Well, that's <laughs> it. He was the best. I love. He was. Jimmy. He was the best. Like, Jimmy you know? walked into George Halas, the guy who founded the league, and said, "Move over." Yeah, right. That's what he said. And that's desk. what I, I like, Mitch. And you, but Dave Nagy. It sounds to me now. I read Patrick Finley. Some, you know, you Patrick's. You throw the dice. Sometimes he's right. Sometimes he's wrong. Okay, but he seems to think Mitch is gone, which would mean Nag, Nagy will be gone in a year. I think most of them do. For what it's worth, Mike. I mean, JD was on the station earlier today, sort of hinting the same thing. Cap said he had heard the same thing. And I'm not saying that they're wrong, but yeah. most of those guys like Foles yep. do. Yeah. All right. When we come back, look, we got four games to talk about. We got divisional weekend. Mike and I are going to preview all the games. We'll give you some best bets later. And of course, when we return, our guy from Prop Swap, Luke Pergandy, will <laughs> tell us what's hot. <laughs> On the website. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's Mike. It's Carmen. We're the Odds Couple rolling along on this Friday night. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco rolling along on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We are presented by PropSwap. And it's time to say hi to our buddy, Luke Pergandy. What's up, guys? One of the founding members yes. of PropSwap. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Should be a fun football weekend. No kidding. And the, uh, we talked about a ticket that is for sale on the website. Uh, the guy's got two-thirds of his parlay in. Now he needs a Tampa uh, Ravens Super Bowl. He's got Tampa to win the NFC. He's got Baltimore to win the AFC. Both teams won their playoff games last weekend. That ticket is still alive. And uh, I understand he was offered 20K for it, but he turned it down. Is that right, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. So he declined 20,000. The current market value is around 10,000. Mm. So the odds on the Bucks to win the NFC and Ravens to win the AFC parlayed together. Because he needs both of them to win, is twenty-two to one. So okay. if you walked into a casino, put ten grand down, you got twenty-two to one odds. That new ticket would pay the same as his two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Well, so he is declining. It's basically like owning a stock that trades at two fifty, and someone offers you five hundred dollars, and you decline it. What is he thinking? Well, here's what I would say to him. First of all, and I'll do it as uh, best as I can, like Michael Corleone would have done it. Here's my offer, Senator. Right. Nothing. Nothing. And I'd appreciate if you'd pick up uh, the postage to send it to me because that's not going to happen. Okay? Let me just tell that man, that young man, this. as one of the best that does it, that is not going to happen. Baltimore and Tampa Bay will not be at the end. And I, and I, I don't know, Luke, do you have salespeople out there that, that talk to him? Do you talk to him? Do people try to talk him off the ledge to do the right thing here? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to him. You know, what my advice was is, look, take the 20 Gs from us. Yes. Take half of that. <laughs> Go put ten grand down on a new ticket. Right. Right? And like we just discussed, ten grand times twenty two is a brand new ticket that collects exactly what the one he's holding on to does. Right. So in that solution, now you've put ten grand in your pocket, done and dusted, and now you have another ticket that pays the exact amount that your current ticket does. You're in the identical position, plus you have ten grand to, you know, go fly to Europe once this all 
the right. pandemic uh, subsides. I mean, you know, he's got two teams in here that are going to have to play their way there on the road, which is always tough. They've got road playoff games this weekend. They could both lose this week. Well, of I course. got some bad news yeah, for you. you know, and all course. it takes is for one of them, and so and it's blown to smithereens. That's it. Are you nuts? Does he, does he spend the weekend, you think, reconsidering, and is there a number that you think, you know, that will satiate him if for to sell that ticket right now, Luke? Yeah, so he's looking for thirty grand. Okay, and you know what away. I'm trying to explain is, yeah. you know, the twenty k offer that we got him already was way out of market. Right, like that already was far above what this thing is worth right now. So, like us getting you thirty k, like that's just not going to happen. That's not the market value of his ticket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm hoping he reconsiders. I think he's going to roll the dice. From our perspective, obviously, I want the Ravens and Bucks to advance. Uh, in my opinion, I probably think the Bucks have a better chance than the Ravens. Um, I think the Bills will win this. Josh Allen's offense is just humming. It is. And I, I have my concerns that if it comes into a shootout, Lamar Jackson can't play in a shootout. Like, he needs to run the ball. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Tampa could pull this off. They're just hot, and Drew Brees' arm seems like it, it hasn't recovered after that rib injury. So I like Tampa, but I think Buffalo will win this on Saturday. Well, you know what? You look at what's going on with with the odds, and you look at these teams, and you see what happened with with uh, Clemson. I mean, to me, sure. if he holds out, he's out of his mind. He should try to sell it as soon as possible. Like you said, I think one of those two teams is not surviving. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm serious. One of those two teams. I mean, I mean, it's not like the other teams got bum quarterbacks. You know, like you just said, Josh Allen, Drew Brees. It's not like you're going up against Patsy. Like you may go against. In wild card games or something like that. It's so. just, and it's hard. I mean, you know, and, yeah. and you say what you want about, uh, you know, not the home field not being as intimidating. And, and it probably isn't because of the pandemic. But if the top seeds, like if, even if they both survive the weekend, they win road games. If the top seeds both win, they're right back on the road again to play another road game to get there. It's just it, it, it seems like a little bit of a long shot. That's why it's priced the way it is. And I think Luke's advice is perfect. I mean, you might as well take the 20K, and then if you want, take half of it then and buy you a new go ticket. The other way. Exactly. Hey, hey, Luke, let me ask you real quick about the, uh, the, the playoffs. We knew the NCAA playoffs would suck, and they absolutely did. The average score has been, you know, been by 25 or more, it seems like, every year. Uh, there's no suspense. We talked about this on my podcast on Bears Barroom. Appreciate you coming on. That they got to expand. That's what makes the the tournament so great, right? This, the the NCAA basketball tournament. It's not the finals it, it, or or the final four. It, it's always been the first and second round, and that's what you're missing with this. If they go to eight teams, I think, or ten teams, I think there'd be upsets and more intrigue and more tickets for prop swap. Totally. I, I, March Madness has became the best sporting event of the year. You know, each each individual first day of the four days of the tournament is its own Super Bowl yeah. in terms of betting handle. So it, it has just evolved into this behemoth of a tournament and why the NCAA football committee doesn't see that. I, I just don't understand. I, at minimum, there should be eight teams yeah. at minimum. Uh, hopefully it expands to maybe 16 one day, but at, at the very minimum, make this thing eight teams. Like you said, it was, <laughs> both of the semis were a joke. The championship yeah. was a joke. Um, you know, put a Cincinnati in, get some UCFs in there, you know, throw another Big Ten team in there. I, and there will be an upset, folks. The world. Yeah. 
there will be an upset. Well, I mean, expanded, we've been doing this yeah, forever. There's more, of a, there's more likelihood. You're yeah. right. Uh, Luke, uh, you know, as always, have a great weekend. We appreciate the time. And everybody, check out PropSwap.com. And, and let anybody, th- lest anybody think, like, well, these guys are talking about, i got to spend 20 grand to buy a ticket. No, you could spend $10. There are $10 tickets for sale on PropSwap. And you sell them for 30 or 40 Ex- That's where the, the, the volume's what makes PropSwap. Absolutely. Not that one whale. Absolutely. I mean, the whale's nice, right, Luke? But PropSwap is based on volume. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Yeah, we have all different sizes of tickets. We are the only place in the country where we are selling futures during the game. Yep, that's it. So, you know, say say Buffalo jumps out to an early lead in this Baltimore game on Saturday evening, you can buy a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl ticket during the game. Yep. But on all the other apps in the country, they take those odds off the board. So, you know, download the app or check the website while these games are going on because you can get a jump and buy this ticket before the game is over, uh, you know, dissimilar to all the current apps. You cannot bet on who will win the Super Bowl while games are going on. We allow for that. PropSwap.com, everybody. Luke, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, buddy. There's Luke Pergandy. Follow him on Twitter, too, at Luke Pergandy. Uh, I would take, if I'm that seller, I take the advice of all of us and of Luke, and the smart thing would be take the 20K. Uh, I know. The, the, they the, could both the carrot, lose. Well, of course. The carrot's out there, Mike, right? 220. You see 220 grand. Oh, how can I take 20K? Take it. Take it's it. A bu- it's, it's, a bu- it's double market value. And if you want, take half of that and then invest in a new ticket. That's what you should do. You hit the nail on the head with the playoff system. Uh, there was you know, there was no drama really whatsoever this year. The, the semifinal game stunk. I was falling asleep by the fourth. I put a, put a Seinfeld rerun on in the fourth quarter I on shut Monday it night. Off. Yeah, it was bad. And when you and look, sneak peek. 2021 odds already out. I mean, this is this is no surprise. Alabama's your three yeah. to one favorite. Clemson's four to one. Uh, Oklahoma and Ohio State are seven and a half to one. And then I see the commissioner of the Big Ten warn on TV saying, uh, you know, that it was great uh, for the conferences. No, you you shouldn't have. You know, you you got bailed out. Number one, number two. Uh, the fact that you didn't expand when Major League Baseball, the NFL, everybody else expanded their playoffs. You stuck to your contract, which is already archaic, when you had a built-in excuse called COVID? Are you kidding me? I mean, you people, I don't understand. You're supposed to be the educator. Maybe you should bring a street guy in there <laughs> and explain how things are supposed to go. Right. you got to get intrigued. you got to build intrigue. It's gone. No intrigue with college football unless you expand. Because I like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati could have upset somebody. We can't say it didn't because I brought up Villanova Georgetown. I was there, folks. I brought it up to Luke. He didn't even know I was talking about it. Right. He he wasn't even born yet. (laughs) Right. I'm telling you, nobody gave him a chance. Nobody. And then they won. And then they won it all. Yep. I know. I mean, it's, it's. I think it's trending in that direction for them. It would make sense for them. And, yeah, I mean. What did ne- they have to do? This was the year. We're never going to know if there could be one of those great upsets. If they're How not do you have an undefeated team, team if they're not in it? It looks like a joke. Well, yeah, and you, like you said, you're not going to know if one of those upsets is going to happen without giving a team the chance. And maybe they do get embarrassed, but is what's the harm in like that Like they're not being point? embarrassed with that's the four exa- teams in? That's exactly Notre Dame right. gets embarrassed. For, uh, cheer, cheer, cheer for another embarrassment. That is exactly That's right. what should be put into the song that's why you can't argue well they would get embarrassed it's already embarrassing when i can predict the saints are going to beat the bears by putting so much money down to win so little 
when I can predict who's going to win the national championship at the beginning of the season, right. then these systems are broken, folks. It's Alabama every year. It's Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State. It's right. like every year. But uh, yeah, it's you, a joke. You could add intrigue if you add to the if you add to. And the by field. the way, Devonte Smith, you will be broken in half in the NFL. He's little, but boy, when you get him in space, is he something? My, he's he a, already he's he a missed a half because yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, I love the kid. I want him to play. I'd love him as a bear, but he's you know what? I mean, seriously, he's, he's little. He's so little. He's 175 pounds. I know. It is. It's crazy. He's a three-year guy unless he's Edelman. And, and Edelman, weighs yeah, Edelman weighs 200 pounds, yeah. man. Yeah, Edelman is a truck. I mean, yeah, and he's I, a workaholic yeah, on it. And yep. I like this kid, but I'm sorry. Yeah. You're taking a chance. This isn't, look, you can get blasted as a receiver. As a quarterback, you can't. Exactly right. When we come back, we're going to work through the uh, four games this weekend oh, uh, for yeah. divisional weekend, so don't big go anywhere. Games. Still lots to do. Yeah, big games to talk about, and we're coming back. You're listening to The Odds Couple. Friday night at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Back inside the Odds Couple, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are presented by Prop Swap here on ESPN 1000. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. He's giving out plays all the time. Every night at NBA plays. Every great. day. Every day. So make sure you follow Mike. I'm at Carmen DeFelco. All right, we got four games in the divisional round to talk about. The underdogs ruled the weekend last weekend. Uh, we touched on that being sort of the trend here in recent years. The last, you know, three-plus seasons, the dogs have done very well in wildcard weekend. You get into the divisional round, the cream rises to the crop a little bit more. Let's start with the first game on Saturday, Mike. It's Rams and Packers. This number has come down a tick below that key number of seven. Why is seven a key number? The two most common outcomes in the history of the NFL are three and seven. So when you see those numbers a half point below or above, uh, you got to be careful. And uh, with this one that has come down now, you know, maybe he has some people rethinking things a little bit. I'll tell you, the Packers have been awfully good. And in the games they've won, they've been awfully good. And they've had no trouble winning by a touchdown in most of their wins this season. And with a Rams team that is really beat up right now, Cooper Cup's got an injury. Jared Goff's got a broken thumb and the weather's going to be cold. And how will that affect him? And of course, the biggest injury, Aaron Donald, with a rib injury. I know he's going to play, but he's got right. a rib injury. Are the Rams... You know, uh, can they pull uh, the upset the way they did in Seattle last weekend? I have a harder time seeing a path to victory for the Rams this weekend, Mike. Yeah, I do too, but I will tell you this. I think they could stay within the number. The reason is because I see the number. I mean, uh, the number should be seven and a half. I mean, you got the MVP of the league. Mm -hmm. You're playing a banged-up team. It's supposed to snow, okay? Um, I, I just think that... If I had to put something on it, I'd put a lean. The lean. Not a lean or not a lean. I'd put one lean on the Rams couch change. Just yep. just to see what happens to me. Like you said, you gave me every reason. You gave America every reason, Carm, from your all your great research, which you do every week, to take Green Bay. Yeah. But I, and I look, I was on the Rams last week as the dog. I like the Rams as a dog under Sean McVay. I do uh, too. Eight and six against the number uh, in the postseason and regular season. Two and zero oh straight up and against the spread on the road. But it's a one unit postseason. play. It's a one unit play. I would agree with you. You They'll, try to save your money for the next place, guys. I've, uh, yeah, that's, take that, your time. That's another excellent point. This is the first of four, so take right. your time. Another thing that I this like ain't the best on the board. Another, it's not. And another thing I do like about the dog a little bit in this game. And again, Mike, I'm with. Mike, just a lean here. This is not a best play by any stretch. 
What Aaron Rodgers does best is kill the blitz, kills teams deep down the field. Mm-hmm. The Rams' defense is as good as anybody in the NFL and was during the entire regular season at taking away and limiting big plays. Mm-hmm. They don't blitz a lot. They roughly blitz about 27% of the time, about the 12th or 13th in the NFL, but they still had the second most sacks in the NFL during the regular season. Well, you know what they'll this do, is the though? kind of defense that gives Rodgers more of a fit. Yeah, but you know what they're going to do? Unlike uh, Nagy going back to his prehistoric offense from game one and two, they're going to roll Rodgers. They're not going to leave him there. So Aaron Donald, mm. who might be having Howie, but he doesn't care. No. On Sunday, he doesn't feel anything except the wrath of what he's going to bring on people. You can't leave Rodgers in the pocket with the toughest man in the last 15 years to play that position yeah. to get destroyed. He's going to be moved left, moved right, short passes, get the running game going. Hey, the Packers have been well-balanced on offense and defense. Uh, Goff has been there before. People don't tr- trust the kid. I understand that, but I think they could stay within the number. I'll yeah. give them one lead, like you say, Carm Couch change. Run the ball uh, if you're yeah. the Packers. Mike's right. The Rams have basically dared teams all year with light boxes to run the ball. So maybe uh, Mc- uh, maybe uh, Lafleur does that. And that's the other great thing about this matchup: the Lafleur uh, McVeigh connection is fabulous. Of course, they'd worked together in Washington, and Lafleur was his offensive coordinator when he first got the job in LA. So a lot of interesting things in that game. The nightcap on Saturday. I think is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to this tomorrow, Mike. Ravens, Bills in Buffalo. It sounds like this will be a little bit of a weather game. Maybe yep. not a blizzard, but there's probably going to be some snow, some cold temperatures. Lamar Jackson's never played in the snow. Is that a problem for the Ravens? I don't think so. I think that the offense, it, 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 sometimes they know where they're going. So, I mean, you know, I, I think it's going to be hard to stop him. Is he going to fall maybe or slip every so often? Absolutely. But it's not like, here, is it going to be windy? That's the key. That's the key. It, it doesn't matter if it's cold. And guess what? I got news for folks. I saw Gail Sayers and others uh, run in the snow, and I understand they may have played in the snow at times. But, boy, I'll tell you what. When when he makes his cuts, guess who else is sliding besides him? The defender. The defender. <laughs> so I, I got to be honest with you folks on the, on the weather thing, unless it's windy, because he can't pass that well, in my opinion. He's not a threat. You'd rather see him pass than, than run. I think he's going to have to be on his game, but this is a play I have for later on. Me too. So we'll see about that. Oh, Hopefully Mike baby. and I are on the same we side. Might, we might, Again? We'll didn't see. we Didn't we do enough damage to the man last oh, week? God, I hope so. You know what my guy said to me this morning? What? I said, I'm going on the show. He goes, don't. People want to know that I know are saying we're going with Mike. That's all they say. They don't even call the team in. We're going with Mike. Whatever, whatever Mike's got. Yeah, whatever Mike's He goes, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> That's it. all. First game on Sunday, Browns-Chiefs. We get to see uh, the Chiefs in action here after uh, sweeping through the playoffs last year with uh, three come-from-behind wins. They covered the spread in all of them. This team is just amazing. When it's played its starters... And I know they haven't blown teams out, and you look at their ATS record, and they're asked to cover a lot of big spreads. They covered one game in their last eight. I get it, but they haven't covered since Patton was a corporal. How about that? I mean, it's been it's been like what eight weeks or something. Yeah, Six once in weeks, the last eight weeks. weeks. One, I one. looked. I'm going. What are, are you kidding me? But yeah. they do just enough. But, but they win. And this Chiefs team playing with its starters. You know, they didn't play anybody in Week 17. They lost. This team playing with its starters, playing with the Mahomes, most importantly, has lost two games since November 1st, 2019. They are 24-2 and with Mahomes in their last 26 games. And the two losses by our combined 11 points. Uh, it's tough to pick against them. It's a lot of points. 
I'll give. I'll give. The I'm Browns. not touching this. I'm game. not either. Not. No. I'm not either. No, you don't. You know, like, like. Uh, I. I mean, you just. You just walk away from this game. I mean, I like. I like. I think Cleveland can keep it close, but they can get blown out too. And Mayfield, if he's in a position where he's really got to pass almost every down. And and Mahomes, he you don't think he knows they haven't covered? Right. These players know they they've been squeaking by. Maybe they've just been playing around. I don't know, but I think this is one of those games where if you woke up the next day and you saw Kansas City forty, Cleveland ten, would that surprise you? It wouldn't. If nope. if Cleveland jumped out to a big lead, it wouldn't surprise me if they still get the do- the doors blown off them. We saw the same. Uh, we saw the Chiefs. Excuse me, do it. And all it wouldn't surprise me if it's twenty four twenty. What would no. surprise me is if Kansas City loses. That would surprise me. Yes. Totally agree. Is this is this another one of Mike's favorite things to do with Carmen? Terrify him with the price of the money line? What is oh, the money God, line? Oh, God, the money line. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't even look. It's Randy, be... Maybe Randy could do it. I know I'm, guess, it right I'm guessing now. it's probably in the vicinity. That 600 the, Yeah, again? it's probably about minus 600. That's what I would guess. So if Mike says I'm going to put 1,200 on Kansas City, Oof. you tell me I'm nuts because of the money, but I got minus the money. 500. It's minus 500. Minus 500. Okay. Ooh. Scares me a little, but I can't. I don't see him losing. No, so if I, let's say, hey, you could put 50 down, folks. You could put 100 down. All right? If you put 25 down and you lose, okay, then you're going to lose, what, 125? Uh, yes. But, but Carm, do you really in your mind think? Because they got some running on Cleveland. They got Mayfield's a clutch type of quarterback. But can that defense stop Mahomes? I don't know that anybody can, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just you don't want to step in front but of the But don't Cleveland we sound Browns. like Trevor Lawrence here? But he was a college kid. <laughs> Mahomes has already done it. That's true. I if I was I won't play the money line here, but I feel less confident about this money line than I did against with the Saints money line. And then how about Bucks and Saints, the final game? Uh, hopefully they save the best for last, the third meeting of the year. Of course, Tom Brady's been in the league twenty one years, Mike. This is the first time ever, ever that a team beat him twice in one season. The Saints beat him twice. The second time they beat the pants off of him. I think it was thirty eight to three. Brady threw twelve ints this year. Five came against the Saints. He was sacked 21 times this year. Six came against the Saints. They had his number. Is it time for Tom Brady's revenge? Okay, let me ask you this. I didn't know this, so I got to give credit where credit's due. Now, I hear a lot of things, but when I hear something, a stat, you know how Randy's always challenging me? Hey, Mike, okay, fine. You know Jim McMahon. Big deal. Would you come up with something new? We've known that. You had a relationship with the guy. Okay, fine. Come up with something new. All right, so here's what I do. I listen to this uh, Visson in the morning every mm-hmm. so often, and uh, Paulie uh, Howard and Mitch Moss, yep. they came up with a stat. I couldn't believe this. Maybe it's – I didn't bother to check. I, I, they check everything. Let's hear it. Yeah, they're good, those two. They're pretty good. And he says uh, that Brady against under 500 teams has 33 touchdowns and three interceptions. Okay? This year we're talking? This year. 33 and three, Okay. And against above five hundred, nine and nine. Yeah, how about that? How about this? Tampa Bay. Now I know that if Randy wants to check it, he can. But I, these guys are pretty sharp. Tampa Bay's one and four against teams above five hundred. That sounds about right. Yes, they lost to the Bears. They lost to the Bears, who finished five hundred. Yes, that's right. right. So that's one of the deals. So, um, <laughs> I'm a double lean towards New Orleans. I think. Okay. Todd Furman was a, le- was a lean towards New Orleans, too. Uh, oh, here we go. There you go. Yeah, that's a tough army. Now, what are you? Oh, 
boy. I, I think it's tough to beat a team three times in this league. I, I'm not. But it's happened. It's happened. Guys. Oh, sure. No, no, no. Absolutely. I, you know, my, my initial read on this game and even doing a little work on it is if I'm going to play it, I think I would take the points. I don't know that I'm going to play it, though, Mike. Okay. I don't know if I can talk myself right. into it, you know? Right. That'd be my, my, no, my lean would be taking here. the, yeah, my lean would be taking the bucks and the points. But I, I, and I just don't think Breeze is, I don't think Breeze is healthy. I don't. I, 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 well, according to Brady, with the old man pictures, Brady looked pretty cool. Looked like the lead guitarist from Bachman Turner Overdrive. Did you see that on I, Twitter? I saw History it. Channel. And he made, he made Breeze, we made Breeze look like the one guy in the Untouchables, the accountant. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Today's yeah. Breeze's birthday. 42 today for Breeze, 43 for Tom Brady. It's incredible. Wow. And they're playing in a playoff Well, game. they're playing in a generation where if you touch the quarterback, Very that true. has helped. That's, no doubt about no it. There's no doubt about it. When we come back, Jim Miller. Jimmy! He's got some ponies. Mike and I have best plays. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back into the Odds Couple, entering the home stretch, as we like to say. Mike North, Carmen DeFelco with you every Friday. Encore replay tomorrow morning, and of course, the podcast will hit ESPNChicago.com's app as soon as we are done. And we enter the home stretch, so we talk to our buddy from Hawthorne Racecourse, the galloping gent, the one, the only, Jim Miller. Jimmy! There he is. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Jim? What's up, boys? I love that you say we're going into the home stretch, too. It's just it's, it's such a nice horse racing term. It's a beautiful thing. I love that, Carmen. I I, I like the intro there, my friend. It's a good segue into Jimmy each and every week. Make sure you follow Jim on Twitter. He is at Hawthorne Jim. So, uh, of course, right now, no racing at Hawthorne. As we've talked, the winter meet is over. We'll move into the harness meet here in, uh, what, about six, seven weeks, right, Jimmy? Yeah, we actually, we got a spring thoroughbred meet before harness, so it's a beautiful thing. The spring thoroughbreds are back. Uh, They start March 6th. Great. Two months of spring thoroughbreds and summer harness, fall thoroughbreds. So, yeah, it'll be 10 months of racing at Hawthorne. So, it's a welcomed little break, but it is. It's only a short break, and then we're right back at it. So great. You know, Jimmy, uh, seeing Anita, I heard you won a couple horses a couple weeks ago on the show. Yep. And we didn't have time to ask, but, you know, things have quieted down out there. But they had either bad luck or something was going on in there, a virus. Horses were dying uh, two at a time. There was like 33 horses. Um. Have you ever seen anything close to that anywhere else? I can't remember hearing anything in the years that I've been following sports the 50-plus years. And what was the final conclusion of that? Was it bad Yeah, luck? it really was a weird year there at Santa Anita. And I think a lot of it had to do with kind of how the track was set up. They had a really wet winter. So when you have a track that's drying and then wow. getting wet and drying and going back and forth, you have to explore that kind of thing. And injuries are something that, as you know, Mike, it happens in each and every sport. But you want to monitor every time it happens. And I'll tell you, you can count on less than one hand the amount of injuries that we have like that at Hawthorne for our most recent meet. So it really it does come down to kind of how the track is, how the weather is, but also how horsemen train, treat, and how they handle medication for their horses. And actually, it's a perfect lead-in because this year with the Kentucky Derby guys, they're not allowing the use of Lasix for three-year-olds for the first time in basically as long as we can know. And that's one of those things where that is kind of used. It's a diuretic. It's also an anti-bleeding medication. It's also used at times to sometimes mask other medications. So I really commend the racing industry for not having the use of Lasix, but it is something we're going to have to watch for all these derby preps, and they actually start off this weekend. Oh, the derby preps start already this weekend. So what's the first big one, Jimmy? 
Yeah, the first one's the LeCompte. That's this weekend at Fairgrounds. And Fairgrounds and Oakland Park are the two places you have to watch because they have kind of a three-race sequence leading into the Kentucky Derby, all of those races that have points. So, Carm, when you talk about the LeCompte this weekend, this is a race where a lot of horses are going two turns for the first time. It's race 13 at the Fairgrounds. This is probably one of my better plays of the weekend, too. It's a horse that's 12-1 to in the morning line, the three-horse beep, beep, Bet the horse across the board. Joe Talamo follows this horse from a win at Churchill Downs to Fairgrounds, and I think that's the key. He loved this horse first time out. When a jock loves a horse, guys, you know that they want to stick with it because they want that derby mount. So I love the three-horse beep-beep at race 13 at Fairgrounds, but, guys, there's three old races everywhere, so that's a pretty cool thing. Two other races to look at, Laurel Park race 8, the six-horse Kenny had a notion, but that one across the board as well, and then Tampa race 7, the six horse, the alligator hunter, also bet that one across the board, and let's make some money. So race thirteen at the fairgrounds. That's the Derby prep race. The third, uh, the number three horse across the board, right? In race thirteen, yep. then yep. we'll go to Laurel Park, the eighth race, the six horse across the board, and then finally at Tampa Bay. You said Tampa Bay Downs, right, Jimmy? Right. The yep. seventh race, the six horse again across the board. Yeah, and watch all these races. These are all three-year-old stakes races, so you'll start to see some horses emerging on the Derby Trail, and I think there's a chance to make some money early on here. Hey, Jimmy, uh, before we let you go, who do you think had more fun post-career or during the career, Secretariat or Bill Holden? Uh, Secretariat for sure, man. Secretariat's a breeding machine. For sure. Jimmy, have a great weekend, buddy. See ya. (laughs) All right, guys. All right, Jimmy! There he is, Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Let's make some money this weekend. Yep. Uh, the stats have been great. I mean, Mike was so hot throughout the uh, latter half of the football season. What was the stat on? Uh, oh, I got the final a stat. Seven this weeks? is great. I had B. I go B. Can you help me out? Because really, I don't lie to people. But it, it sounds impossible that they go. Mike's got to be hedging because you know what? We still got that reputation. I'm a handicapper. I'm not a tout. You know, right. I mean, if I'm gonna, I get paid to make my picks, but not by you know individual people anymore. I just COVID's just put a crimp into that whole thing. So let me just tell you. If you had bet me the last, with me or the odds couple, well, if you bet the odds couple last week, ladies and gentlemen, and you bet a dime, you're up like 30-something hundred, okay? But Because we were 5-1. But if you'd bet my picks the last month, and BB did the tabulation, if you bet uh, 1000 bucks, you were up 1800 I mean $18,300. That's phenomenal. If you bet 500 you're up 9000 Okay, if you bet a hundred bucks, you're up. Uh, you know, you're up uh, uh, eighteen hundred. Yep. Period. That's a so hell of a just, return on investment. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I we are the stimulus bill. That's it. I've right. said that. You know, Congress. Forget about Congress. They'll get to you someday. You know what I mean? But we are the stimulus package. The odds couple. We'll take that any day, yep. man. I'll tell you, that kind of ROI, we love it. All right, so let's get some best plays. I really only have one that I like. It's going right. to be a tough weekend. I know Mike and I both like something in the Ravens-Buffalo game. I dread to go against my partner here. I, I hope we're thinking alike, but we're going to see. Uh, I'll start us off. Okay. The Ravens have won six in a row. The Ravens have covered seven in a row. John Harbaugh is now the winningest coach in NFL history in terms of road playoff wins. He's 9-3 and three against the spread as a dog in the postseason. I'm going to roll with the trends. I think that uh, the Ravens and their ability to run the ball, something that Buffalo didn't do well this year was stop the run. And with the Ravens' ability to run the ball and just the way they're playing right now, I like the Ravens. The Colts went in there last week and hung almost 500 yards on Buffalo. They didn't win the game, but they really dominated the stats. I think the Ravens are a little bit of a live dog here, and I like them getting the two and a half, the three. If you can get the three, God bless you, that's probably gone. But I'm going to roll with the Ravens this weekend. Okay, and Carmen, I'm going the other way on this. And and the reason I am is not because, first of all, all four games were pretty tight. 
Yeah. But but I took – this is the game to me. I mean, Rams, Green Bay, even. Cleveland, Kansas City, even. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, anybody's game. Up in the air with the points. Buffalo seems to have a slight edge, but not an overwhelming edge. So it wouldn't surprise me if I lose this game. But uh, Buffalo minus two and a half. Josh Allen's got him cranking a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, does Lamar Jackson, once if he, if they get the lead, and they're allowed to keep running the ball. Yeah, that's key. Okay, it's going to be tough for Buffalo to beat him because it's up to me. Like I say, Notre Dame's defense against Alabama's offense. It's going to be Buffalo's defense against Baltimore's offense. I'm not sure that Buffalo. I mean, I feel as good if I had your pick as as the pick I'm going. So I'm going with Buffalo minus two and a half. Now I also have tonight's game. I mm-hmm. I think it's go. Boy, does that look good? No, <laughs> I'm not really watching it right now. But I got OKC in a pick. But the leans I got. If I had to give a lean out. The one lean I might take, but I would never give out, is New Orleans. Okay. It just seems an impossibility to me. Okay. That's it, though. That's about it for the weekend, yeah. There was not a lot. Not a lot. I know it's going to be a tough We're not lean. giving losers out. Enjoy the football, everybody. That's yeah, all I can you. say. Enjoy. We love you. Make sure you're following Mike. He's been giving out these NBA plays. They've been red hot, so follow him on Twitter at North to North. Uh, encore replay tomorrow if you missed anything. And then next Friday, Mike, we're previewing Championship Sunday. So it's going to be got the a, chills. It's going to be a blast. Thanks yep. to Randy Merkin. Thanks to Sean Davis and Eric Ostrowski. Job well done, as always. And uh, we thank our guests, Luke Pergandy, and all the fine folks at PropSwap and Jim Miller from Hawthorne. Mike, you have a great weekend. Enjoy the football, buddy. Talk to you next you week. You two guys watch North to North for more picks every night. There you go. For Mike, I'm Carmen. Have a great weekend, everyone.